You're listening to a podcast on Catholic Saints. This podcast is produced by the Augustan Institute, an apostolate helping Catholics understand, live, and share their faith. Welcome to Form Now. I'm Tim Gray, president of the Augustan Institute, and joining me is a special guest and a colleague of mine here at the Augustan Institute, Paul McCusker, who is a well-known author, best-selling author, and the creative director of a lot of our content production here at the Augusta Institute. And so, Paul, this is a joy to talk with you about St. Cecilia. You know, we've done a special audio drama that we're going to talk about on St. Cecilia, so she has a very special place in our heart. But St. Cecilia, Mm -hmm. uh, her feast day this year kind of got eclipsed. It fell on a Sunday uh, Mm -hmm. on on the 22nd of November. And so a lot of people, you know, missed that feast day. So today we want to talk about St. Cecilia so we don't forget her. And of course, she's known as, the, you know, saints have the, a lot of saints are the patrons of certain things. You know, they're kind of the, they're known for, you know, St. Anthony is the patron for finding lost objects. You pray for him for that. And uh, St. Cecilia, she's a wonderful patroness. Why don't you explain for everybody what she's the patroness of? Well, over the years, she became our patroness of, well, the organ is how she's normally depicted as sitting at the organ. But then it expanded over the years as um, uh, her, her patron of, well, music, music and the arts, but mostly music. So, you know, so many people love St. Cecilia, especially those who love music. You know, they, they love to the name their children, you know, uh, when they have a daughter, Cecilia, because she's the patroness of, of singing, of music. And uh, I think a lot of Catholic parishes need to pray for her for their intercession to, for their choirs so that their <laughs> so their choirs can improve but she is she's uh, you know catholic choirs love saint cecilia it's she's just this great patroness and when we wanted to tell the story about this saint cuz she's a remarkable woman who you know unfortunately she's martyred by the romans during the persecution mm-hmm. of the christians and she was a, a convert to catholicism and, you know, she has this remarkable story. Why don't you just tell a little bit about her story for people? Well, it's, it's, it is remarkable. It, she was from a fairly upper middle class uh, household in, near Rome. And, um, and it was fairly typically pagan and all that. And, but she had become a Christian. And even up against her parents, there's still a big question about whether they ever became Christian or not. But of course, they aspire for their daughter, um, well, uh, to become well-to-do in Rome and Roman society and everything. And so she, what's interesting is there's some firsts with her. One is that she, as a, as a Christian, consecrated herself to Christ. So I, I don't think that was a common practice, but she consecrated herself completely to Christ. And um, up against her parents who were thinking, no, there's this Roman senator who wants to marry you, and this would be a great thing, uh, a gentleman named Valerian. And so there's Cecilia who has consecrated herself to Christ, and then you have the parents trying to arrange this marriage with Valerian, and um, she's in a complete conflict because he's pursuing her. He is head over heels for her, and um, she just keeps trying to push him off, push him off. And finally, the family just said, no, you are marrying him. And in the midst of all of this, she basically has this encounter with her guardian angel. She sees her guardian angel who is sworn to protect her as a consecrated woman 
which is going to be a problem for Valerian if they get married and they're going to have a wedding night. So uh, that leads to a kind of a very bizarre conflict where she's saying, but if you touch me, you'll, you'll be killed. And he's trying to figure out what God is going to do that to him and demands to see the guardian angel and winds up actually seeing the angel and uh, and is scared and then wants to know more about her faith that would protect her in this way. And so the story just gets all wound up with a combination of what we know and then these wonderful legends around her, uh, all based on obedience to Christ and, and a love of him. Mm. One of the things, Paul, that we try to do and telling the story of St. Cecilia for this audio drama. And I, I'm so excited. I, I, every time I listen to it, I just love it. It's so fresh and vivid is to look at St. Cecilia. Well, why don't you talk about this? Because I, th I think your idea of telling the story of St. Cecilia, not just going back to the, you know, to, to the ancient Christians and to early, you know, ancient Rome, but looking at her through different points in history. Why don't you explain mm -hmm. why you did that? Well, it's fascinating because we have certain saints that uh, impact generations and generations after them, uh, whether it's St. Francis, uh, St. Patrick, others like that. Well, St. Cecilia very clearly did. And she, because of her attachment to the arts, which in the drama we do play up, uh, her love of the arts, her love of music, uh, we get a sense of her as a, as a very well-rounded woman who is very intelligent, and very artistically minded, coming up against a pagan view of art uh, through Valerian. And that was number one, is to exploring that by itself. But Tim, when you and I talked about doing Cecilia um, in terms of a drama, we thought, well, we don't wanna just tell that one story. How do we echo out through history and look at the impact that she has artistically through, I mean, Handel and Dryden, the poet, the British poet Dryden, and a number of generations. I mean, for years, they were doing arts festivals dedicated to her throughout Europe in the 16th, 17th, 18th centuries. And uh, so uh, I, we were trying to figure out, well, how do you do that without just simply leapfrogging through history? How do we, how do we bring it all together as kind of a total reality of, of her and her impact? And uh, so we came up with, I hate to even give it away in terms of how we approach the story differently from a normal approach that you might take with this kind of a story and show how she echoes out through time mm. and impacts and influences uh, a lot of artists, not just musically, but painting, sculpture, a lot of other art forms. Uh, and, and that's what this drama tries to do. What I love about the drama, Paul, is that you put together an incredible cast of professional actors and actresses and, you know, uh, just some remarkable performances in this. That's an audio drama that you recorded this in London. And so we were able to, to take a film crew to capture some of the video of the actors and actresses creating uh, the story. And I, why don't we show the promo video? Uh, and it'll, it'll give people a sense of the artistic beauty of this piece. And it'll give them a little uh, backstage view of the actors and actresses performing. Uh, this. So let's just take a pause and we're going to roll the video of this promo video that shows you the St. Cecilia audio drama. Art obliterates time. Ask any writer where the time goes when he is writing. You asked for inspiration. 
and it often comes from peering deep into the darkness, knowing only that there is a flicker of light for you to find and nurture into a flame. Each of you have sought inspiration from Cecilia, and you shall have it. Hurry now. The curtain rises. So we're doing the story of St. Cecilia, a remarkable story of a young woman in the second century in the time of Rome. And there's all this artistic activity. The story looks at Cecilia as the patron saint of music, a muse of sorts. I could tell just her story and that would be enough, but how do I expand this into inspiration throughout the centuries? So I had this idea and I bring these diverse characters from different times and places. Dryden, Handel, Benjamin Fisk from the present, Moderno who does the statue. So now they're in a place together outside of time and space where they're going to witness the life of, of St. Cecilia. I am Cecilia, the one for whom you search. Cecilia is the patroness of music, also known as the Muse of Muses. Well, I think what's really interesting about uh, Cecilia becoming the patron saint of, of music and musicians and artists in general is that she was given the gift of singing and she was true to the gift. Why are you always at odds with Roman thinking? Why is Roman thinking always at odds with me? A young girl who has a talent for singing and is inspired in the way that she sings um, to practice a faith. And the whole, the rest of the world, and as she knows it, the society around her and her family do not encourage that. Cecilia, what have you done? Why do you talk to our gods? Nothing good will come from this. For the sake of your life, our lives, you must do your duty. She walks towards the, the, the fate of that and her destiny with a real grace and dignity, full acceptance of knowing that to carry out her faith would be, would, does mean death. I am a Christian. Is it worth your life? It is more than my life. We will make a show of allowing her to go home as if I am being compassionate. Execute her there. Behead her, Prefect. Yes. In the bath where you failed before. Cecilia's story does not end even with her death. It clearly goes on in the way she inspired all these artists. We should aspire to be inspired towards beauty, truth, goodness, virtues, and rendering those in art so that, that proclaims the glory of God. Can inspiration be killed? Can it be entombed in a sepulchre? While he lives and breathes his creativity into us, then inspiration cannot be killed. Bury me among my brothers and sisters in Christ. Perhaps Valerian and I will sing from our tombs. Our voices breaking through the stone. Perfect praise of God. Well, Paul, I, I hope the audience enjoyed that because it, it's such a powerful 
uh, j just even that little taste shows you the splendor mm. and the beauty and the artistry that surrounds St. Cecilia and the incredible acting. I mean, uh, you know, mm. there's so many, you, you want to talk about some of the actors and actresses? I mean, well, I mean, we were uh, astonished to get the actors that we had. I mean, first and foremost, as you, as you saw, I mean, Haley Atwell, yeah. best known probably for her work with the Marvel movies as Captain America's girlfriend, Agent Carter. She played Cecilia and she came in and she really invested herself in it. I mean, she, she didn't just come in and kind of let me deliver the line. She had really been thinking about the character and, and poured herself into it. And then with her, we had, um, well, we had a variety. It was amazing because for the older members of our audience who will remember I, Claudius, which was made in the 70s and shown on PBS, we had Derek Jacoby, Brian Blessed, and Sean Phillips, these three actors, all three of them were in I, Claudius. What I didn't realize when I brought them in is while they were friends over the years since then, they had never actually worked together since then, not directly in the way that we were doing. So it was wonderful having the three of them reunited, Brian Blessed playing Handel, um, Derek Jacoby was playing uh, Benjamin Dryden, and then we had uh, Sean Phillips playing um, this mysterious character yep. who sort of guides us through Cecilia's life. Um, and then of course, we we had Willem Lee, and I, I, I told the story, but Willem plays Valerian. And I was so enthralled by his performance that while I was watching him play Valerian, I had in mind that at some point we were gonna do the story of Robin Hood. And the whole time I kept thinking, he's my Robin Hood. One way or the other, I'm gonna get him for Robin Hood. And then of course, he does play Robin Hood for us in that audio drama. So we had a cast, uh, 30 plus actors, all of them top notch, high caliber, pouring themselves into this well, this role, the, the roles that they had for this story. And it was it was wonderful to participate in that with them because as director, um, more often I'm just staying out of their way so they can do what it is that they came to do as actors and they were wonderful. I think that Cecilia, and I love the interview that we have in the promo too about you know, Haley Atwell saying that, that she's moved by the character of Cecilia, that her strength and mm -hmm. her, you know, amidst of, all the pressures of her family, her culture, her world coming down and, and she's for Christ and she's going to be bold about that. And, and she knows what that sacrifice will mean if she's faithful to Christ. She knows that she'll die, but she's not afraid of that. And, you know, right now, I, I, it's such a beautiful witness, this, uh, this, this young woman who doesn't bend to fear or to cultural mm -hmm. pressure. And so do you think St. Cecilia is a is a role model for young women today i mean is, is, is she a character that could be inspiring for our catholic youth well I, I would hope so because she models uh virtue she models um the kinds of things that we would love to see in our men and women now and not only just modeling it in, in say a superficial way but in a way that she was willing to die for her faith i mean very often we we don't ask ourselves what are we willing to die for well, the early Christians were up against that constantly. This wasn't sort of, oh, they'll just leave us alone if we're nice or whatever the case may be. They were under constant pressure on all sides, and she was. And ultimately, she and others um, near her uh, were ultimately martyred for that faith. And yet they clung to it all the way through to the end. There wasn't a, uh, these moments of recanting or anything other than 
well, this is how it's going to turn out. But they would not turn their backs on their faith in order to accommodate the culture or the government or all the pressures that they were under. One of, you know, to tell this, the story of the patroness of music, we, we knew we had to have good music. And why don't you mm -hmm. talk about uh, what Jared de Pasquale did? He, he wrote the music for this, this drama, mm -hmm. and it's pretty phenomenal, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, Jared's amazing. He's done all of our audio dramas and he gets each one just right. And he really researches it. He doesn't just sort of make it all up. He digs in to research what was going on, what what's going to work in terms of the sound and the music for this. And and with this, I, I think he loved he loved it, especially because there was a special place for music in this to show uh, Cecilia's um, influence throughout the ages. We had to reflect different ages. And that meant um, we were trying to get him and to not only do a modern take on this, which he does beautifully, but to integrate the other works of Handel and others who did their own pieces connected to St. Cecilia and, and inspired by her. And so to weave all those things together musically, he just does an amazing job. I mean, you could stop and just listen to the music and not only are you getting a, a full sense of the story and the drama, but you get the, the impact. So this ode, it's purposely called Ode to St. Cecilia, because in a way it's our ode to St. Cecilia from our time right now, much as many others have written their odes to St. Cecilia. So he, he was wonderful in how he caught that. Mm, I think so. And I, I think that it, I love how you said that it, it, it is our ode to St. Cecilia. I mean, we were inspired by her story, her witness and her patronage of the, the arts. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, you know, at the Augustine Institute, that's what we love. We wanna, we wanna make the arts come to life for the service of the truth and the good and, and, uh, and adorn them with the beautiful, right? And, uh, mm -hmm. and so she's a patroness for us for that and, uh, and a moving one. And I just wanna let all of our viewers know that you can uh, access the Ode to St. Cecilia for free on Formed. It's on the Formed platform, so just, Put it in the search engine, and there's the yep, and you can you can and you can buy the CD set that we have, which has some beautiful things about the actors and actresses and a description, mm -hmm. and then there's a beautiful booklet, uh, and so you can get that at Catholic.Market, and so it's a wonderful gift as we get closer to Christmas for any young women that you know. Uh, you know, Saint Cecilia actually happens to be the most popular confirma confirmation name for Catholic women and uh, for girls for confirmation. So you couldn't do better than to give one of those recently confirmed or- And parents should be aware in the booklet, by yeah. the way, we, and, and for further study, we have um, discussion questions mm. so that families can engage in the story, ask questions and explore the themes, which helps bring it even, it brings it alive for families in a, in a personal way. Uh, I, and that is fantastic resource for families. And I know a lot of families love using that. I know even a lot of Catholic schools uh, love using it. And that's a great uh, way. If you have that, send it with your child to, to the Catholic school and, and let the teacher know uh, or gift it to your Catholic school. This is a great resource for our youth. We need to use modern tools for the new evangelization to inspire our young people with great witnesses of those who were faithful to Christ in the midst of a culture that wasn't. And that's the kind of culture we have today. More and more our culture is hostile, not just neutral or ambivalent, they're hostile to our Christian values. So we've got to arm our kids with these kinds of stories because it really strengthens their own identity. 
And so St. Cecilia is one of the great stories for our youth. So I hope all of you during this week where we celebrate the Feast of St. Cecilia, that you'll uh, go back to that story with your family, listen to it in the evening and uh, share it with your family and friends. And you'll find St. Cecilia becoming more and more a friend. When you go through that story, you'll pray to her with a lot more ardor and confidence and devotion because she's just a tremendous story and she's in heaven waiting to pray for you. So I hope everybody takes advantage of the Ode to St. Cecilia. Thank you so much, Paul, for producing this uh, incredible story and this life and reminding us of, of her witness. So thank you. And yeah, thank you, Tim. Thanks everybody for joining us. And thank you to everybody who's on our mission circle. You allow us to produce these kinds of audio dramas and these kinds of shows on Formed. We're grateful to you. And the more the mission circle grows, the more we're gonna be able to produce more of these audio dramas. And so we're grateful for all your support for those of you who join us in our monthly giving society, the mission circle. Take care and God bless. You can watch these interviews in video format by visiting form.org. Formed is an online Catholic streaming service created by the Augustan Institute and Ignatius Press with award-winning studies and parish programs, inspiring audio content, movies, ebooks, and family-friendly kids programming. To support the mission of the Augustan Institute, please visit missioncircle.org.